Welcome to Better Wellness. I'm your host, Roland Perez, and we're listening to a podcast that explores the newest innovations in true wellness. As the executive producer of the American Health Journal, for more than 25 years, I've produced over 500 30-minute award-winning television shows that air nationally on PBS with an audience of over 100 million viewers. But Better Wellness is more than all that. Not only keeping your body healthy, but developing a mindset and balance that prevents illness. Our guests are experienced experts from all over the world on staying healthy, young, and well. Our guest for this edition of Better Wellness is David Delrahim, a wellness expert, noted visionary in the area of wellness. David has incorporated yoga into his daily wellness regimen for years, and he's going to tell us all the different aspects of yoga. So, David, what is yoga? Let's talk about yoga. And let's start with the meaning of yoga. I believe the meaning says it all, is to unite. Uniting the body and mind and the soul. It's the unification that happens. What we are doing right now, as we call it yoga, it is not yoga. Is a yoga practice, big difference. But the whole yoga goes back thousands of years ago from ancient India. Saji Patanjali wrote a book that uh, wanted to uh, define what the uh, core principle of yoga and the yoga practices. And it's in three different parts. He said that the yoga is about the journey inward, getting to our own truth through self-realization, which is the harmonization of our body, mind, and soul that comes from balancing. Number two is liberation. Liberation is uh, breaking through this the limitations of life. And the third one is the mindfulness, being present. So that is the core principle of the yoga. Why do we call it yoga practice? Because for one hour, we get on the mat, small real estate, and we practice all of those three things that I just explained. We're trying to get better at it. We practice it. So when we leave the mat, we can go ahead and do it. Exercise the whole thing through the other 23 hours of uh, our day. Mindfulness, that liberation, that self-realization, all of these things. When you get up and roll up your mat after you've done yoga, what do you get out of it as you continue the rest of your day? Within this small real estate of mat, there is no judgment. You're not judging yourself. You're moving freely. You breathe easier. You bring oxygen, as we say it. But in yoga, we call it prana, which is the life force that you're bringing in. I remember my first uh, yoga teacher, 
you know, that, uh, you know, we, we practice yoga on the mat for eight years. And when it came to the breathing, I always uh, said that I'm bringing light into my body. And by closing my eyes and uh, really connecting with light and breathing the light inside the body, I would feel relieved, rejuvenated, and liberated. So we're taking that mat and we go through the day, and but we know that we are on the yoga mat all the time. David, how do I get started? I really want that kind of peace of mind that you get. I want that, but where do I start? Let me share with you how I got uh, turned into yoga and how I started. I had a therapist that, you know, she would work on my body every week because I had an enormous amount of pain in my shoulders, upper back, and my neck. And when she would work on my body, I would feel great for a day. And after that, that back to the same thing. And she said, David, you need to do yoga if you want to help yourself, if you want to help with your back problem and neck problem. And of course, you know, I had this severe challenge with my posture. And I said, sure. So I called in and I started with my first teacher. The first session, she said, uh, sit down and I want you to breathe. Just breathe. I'm breathing. And after a few breaths, she said, do you know that you're only utilizing your lungs for about maybe 30% of its capacity? I said, that's it? She said, that's it. So she said, your body is really suffering for lack of oxygen because you're not bringing a lot of oxygen in and you're not exhaling the CO2s. So your body is uh, not optimized. I said, so what are we going to do? She said, we're going to start by learning how to breathe. So that, for two weeks, that's all we did. You know, it was two sessions a week. So for four sessions, she just taught me about how to be mindful about breathing. Then she said, let's start moving our body. And then we always finished with the meditations. So she taught me how to breathe in. She stretched my body. She started building the, my muscles strength. And then it was the mind that she was uh, teaching me how to control through meditations. And within a few months, I truly believe that I tapped into the best thing in my life. Now, I'm, my breathing has gotten better. I'm sharper. I have uh, more clarity just because more oxygen. And I'm breathing out my CO2s. And as I'm stretching, within a few months, I literally found out that I probably gained about a couple of inches in height. I was a straight. 
and then my mind got much uh, calmer. So you see, it is more than just a stretch. It's perhaps is the body a stretch, is the mind a stretch and calming, and the connectivity that I started really realizing and practicing with my soul and the spirituality. You know, I've been thinking, David, when can you start doing yoga? What age? And how old can you be and still continue doing yoga? I believe you can start at any time. It's never too late. It's just, it's never too late to go after self-realization. It's never too late to experience liberation. It's never too late to experience mindfulness. There are yoga classes everywhere. The city, special organizations. You can Google it. Where's the nearest place to do yoga? Yoga has become a huge component of wellness. In uh, many of the hotels that you check in nowadays, now they have even, they're offering yoga classes. Or maybe you even find a yoga mat in your room. So they are definitely uh, connecting yoga to wellness. I wish we would go back to the principle, to the original principles of the yoga based on those three things that I mentioned. Uh, Self-realizations, liberations, and mindfulness. And the body movement is essential, but calming the mind is as essential. Of course, we have a lot of different variations of yogas in modern time, and uh, there are a lot of uh, you know different options of uh, yoga. But I'm hoping that no matter what, we do not steer away from the core principles of yoga. What does yoga physically do to your body, David? What transformation happens? I understand the mind, but what about the body? The transformation of the body through yoga movement is profound. Better movement, your joints, the muscles, they get stretched, and the, uh, which is very important. Because, you know, as we age, the muscles are getting shorter and shorter. And before we know it, we have no movement. One of my great memory from uh, uh, really receiving the benefit of yoga, I, I was uh, traveling on a plane and uh, I had a window seat. And there were two other people to my left. And I wanted to use the restroom. And I did, and they were uh, they were sleeping, and I didn't want to wake them up, and I didn't want to interrupt their sleeping. So, just wanted to see whether I can spread my legs to go over these two without touching them, and I did. And then I stood up. I said, "Wow!" And when I came back to my seat, they were awake. They said, "When did you leave?" I said, well, that was like 10 minutes ago. I said, well, how did you? I said, 
That's yoga. <laughs> What's interesting to me is the diversity of people who practice yoga. Like celebrities, engineers, just about everyone. They're all different types, different races, different genders, but they're all brought together on the mat. Absolutely. Uh, yoga means to unite. So it's not only your body, mind, and soul, but it's to unite with your fellow human beings and, uh, you know, in the same space. And I have been a part of a group that uh, we had, uh, you know, a teenager all the way to 80, 85-year-old uh, gentleman. And uh, I believe yoga belongs to everyone. I find that to be absolutely essential, uh, for me at least. Uh, I've been doing it for 10 years. Even when I'm traveling, if I cannot find a class, I make sure I will do it at least half an hour a day. And it helps me, me especially uh, during uh, traveling with the stress, with the body stress, with the mind stress, uh, with the potential lower back uh, issues because I'm sitting all the time, the knee issues. Uh, it's just a way of life. Yoga is a way of life. You mentioned doing it in classes with a lot of different diverse types of people. And also, you've mentioned it doing alone in your hotel room. Absolutely. Do you get more out of it alone than you do with a class? Is there a different aura about it when you're doing it with other people or that you're doing it alone? I believe it is all up to you. Where do you find yourself to be and how calm your mind is? How does yoga help your quality of life? By being connected to yourself and being mindful. You're a calmer person. You have more gratitude for all the blessings around you because you get to see it. It is there either way, but with calmer mind and mindfulness, you get to see it, you get to enjoy it, and you have gratitude. How does yoga help with healing? And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that you meant the healing of the mind and the healing of the body, or did you mean just the healing of the body? When I'm talking about the healing, I'm looking at the healing uh, on a uh, 360 degrees, all of it. Body, mind, emotions, energy, and uh, spirit. Our mind drives our emotions, um, and or vice versa, which one comes first? I believe is, uh, is the mind that uh, creates the emotions. So by having that in balance and stretching our body and breathing, uh, bringing more prana into our body and, do, and meditating and doing that cleansing, it is a healing exercise. Now, if you really want to enjoy it, you just have to follow that exercise that you just did. You know, about talking in a healing way, thinking in a healing way. You're creating it for yourself. Nobody else is doing it. So, again, just thinking in a healing way. 
talking in a healing way, expressing in a healing way. And maybe this is the big question. How has yoga changed your life, David? Yoga has changed my life in a very profound way. I believe uh, uh, the change that I experienced uh, after doing yoga, I realized that I'm striving for alignment. Alignment is the key word in yoga. Yes, I was doing, I was going to the gym before, all right? I was doing meditations, but I didn't have the alignment. Yoga helped me structure everything that I was doing, putting order to everything that I was doing and create an alignment. And the alignment is, with, of course, with the body, you know, the posture, all right? With the mind, calming it down, all right? Create an alignment. It's about balance. Yoga created balance or taught me how to strive to creating balance in my life. It, now it's become part of your life. Wellness is a lifestyle. If yoga is a component of wellness, guess what? Yoga is a lifestyle. You know, but once you start doing it and you see the benefit of it, you're at the point of no return. You cannot go back to the old habits of uh, not doing it. You know what? Because the liberation that you would experience through yoga practice is profound. You know what? Once you experience liberation, you cannot go back to the chain. The way to break the chain is with yoga. You recognize the chain, you owe it to yourself to break away from it and find liberation. Do yoga. Thank you, David. And I hope we can make yoga a part of everybody's wellness journey. And remember, Better Wellness is available just about everywhere, including Spotify, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. So once again, thanks for supporting Better Wellness. I'm your host, Roland Perez. See you next time.